Hello, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of the Conversion Therapy Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Jordan. And I'm your other co-host, Justin. We're happy that you joined us for our first episode. Uh, this is going to be a podcast that covers many different topics, politics, current events, um, kind of everything. I'm excited. It's a momentous day in history. This will go down as, I don't know. What if we get a holiday based off of this? What if we get a national podcast holiday based off of like what we're doing? I feel like that's a possibility. We could do that. Would Trudeau take a vacation to Tofino on that day? <laughs> uh, probably. We just, yeah, no. Yeah, probably. We'd, we would invite him to our podcast in Surrey. And then he'd be like, oh, sorry, I can't make it. Then he's like at Willowbrook Mall doing something or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm excited. Today is, today is a day that we've like rescheduled so many times, even though yeah. like y'all don't know like what day it is considering we're going to be posting the episode on a later date. But like <laughs> we rescheduled this like so many times. Because... Yeah, because Justin kept canceling because he's too busy. Oh, yeah, because I'm so old and my back was out. <laughs> For how many days? A lot. Goodness gracious. But yeah, let's uh, let, let's dive straight in. So we're going to do uh, some introductions of ourselves, just to give you a little bit of a background. Um, so I'll go first. I mean, yes, I made a script because we've done this is this. This is take two of episode <laughs> one, just so y'all know. Yeah, we both agreed to do a script or like to plan part of it. And then I just bailed. I, I'm fully improving mine. So my name is Jordan. I'm 32 years old. Politically, I would consider myself left-leaning socially and more moderately left in my economic beliefs. Among my strongest passions are music, music, and music. But for real, I enjoy reading, comics, collectibles, sports, craft beer and spirits, and tend to be a bit of a nerd about all things I'm into. I also enjoy long YouTube tangents into specific topics that tend to last all night. I have a small Shih Tzu mixed dog named Francis, who is my pride and joy. Here, I'm just going to grab her. One sec. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Frank. Good old Frank. You can edit that out, right? Of course. Fun fact, this... Frank was my first podcast uh, co-host choice. But... Yeah, there's like a little language barrier there. So it was just really difficult to to get past. So I was like, okay, well, I'll choose Jordan just on the basic fact that he'll probably show you a couple times throughout our episodes. Good strategy. Thank you. Um, she is a, a better co-host than me. She just got a really busy schedule. She, she wouldn't be available. Look at how fashionable she is with her freaking, is that a, like a pink coat? It's a harness. Oh, harness. So yeah, she was taking a nap. So she doesn't like where she is right now oh so she's just over four years old i got her when she was 10 weeks old and she's my daughter she's named after kurt cobain's daughter i might have already said that so her name's francis bean and yeah she's shih tzu papillon lasso apso mix and she's crazy you might hear her barking throughout her podcast actually you will hear her barking. i think did podcast. she bark when she when you like picked her like when you went over to her no 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 i thought i heard her so I'm kind of already into um, an insult that are we doing? Are we doing this part now or later? Like the insult I received that I'm proud of. Um, I mean, we could do that now. We could just do that as like a part of our we, intro. Yeah, are we both doing that? 
Yeah. Okay. I thought that I, was the plan. I no, I can't remember because I know we have like some questions that are like just specifically for us. And you've received like, you've received plenty of insults, so that shouldn't be difficult. <laughs> yeah, but isn't this one that I'm proud of? Good point. An insult I receive that I'm proud of is that I take everything so seriously. I think this is this more pertained to following instructions or me wanting a certain specificity. Don't get me wrong. I try not to take things too seriously and would consider myself quite easygoing. But when it comes to debating with me, or let's say if I was building something, I'm all business and want to do it 100% or not at all. And I don't see this as a bad trait. What do I want to be when I grow up or if I grow up? As a 32-year-old male. <laughs> uh, what do you want to be when you retire, Jordan? <laughs> None of us are going to get to retire. <laughs> exactly. This vaccine is going to kill us. Oh, you're going there already. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure, and it seems to be always changing. I think right now making a living on YouTube would be interesting to me. I've always wanted to start a podcast, book, or music review channel, and I may do the, the latter at, at some point. As far as what I want to accomplish with this project is to be a place where people feel like they can go and rely on for accurate information and intelligent debate, even if they may not agree with it. We also want to be entertaining, and we will focus on the lighter side of things from time to time. I want to grow to the point where we have others on as guests and expand our reach and perspective. I think what this podcast will truly become will be more evident as the journey progresses. And then for think we were going to ask each other things that people didn't don't know about us. So I've got two things people may not know about me. One, I'm a huge germaphobe, like to an unhealthy level. I know that Justin knows this about me. Number two, I was in bands growing up and we even recorded a demo and that's all i got pog jam what yeah. does that mean po okay it's like a oh my god yay i that's so weird i'm always surrounded by people mainly obviously online but that's kind of i'm just game that always know that but it's like pog champ is like like great like exciting woo yay it's like a positive sort of like pog I love how I'm using another word you don't know to uh, to try to explain what it means. It's kind of like, you know, when Yas, Yas Queen came popular? <laughs> oh, my I God. Get, I had to get somebody to explain that to me, too. I, like... mm, I hate Yas Queen becoming so popular now. It's like, it's very annoying. It's just like, every time somebody says it, I'm just like, or like, just yes. Because whenever somebody texts me yes, like, when you say yes, you say yes. Like, it's it's literally multiple A's. And like one or two S's at the end. Oh, they I know. always say, or sorry, they always text like 15 S's and like one A. I'm just like, no, that's not how we're doing it. It's not. Yes. But yeah, that's my, that's my minutely rant. I know I'm going to go on one another one in this fucking stream or not even stream podcast, um, but I'll do mine. Uh, I don't know if mine's going to be as long as yours. I'll try to make it as long as yours, but uh my name's Justin. I'm 23. Oh, wait. I just realized we're like the opposite numbers. You're 32. I'm 23. Wow. Huh. I actually, yeah. Wow. Wow. Weird. Um, as you probably already can tell, I'm very homosexual. Um, I'm a probably a huge progressive. That's probably I'm, I'm like left of the left of the left of the left. 
um, basically in all of my views, I would say. Woke. Woke, yes. Woke. Eyes open. Uh, I'm a huge gamer. I play Apex Legends all the time. I stream on Twitch. Uh, that's kind of been my love since childhood. I was a console gamer. I played mainly on PS3 uh, as a kid, and I kind of grew out of that just because of family issues. <laughs> so I didn't really have a PS3 to play on. But I think it was around 2018. I think it was like September or October 2018. Uh, I got a PC and it was the first time that I ever had one. And I just kind of got back into gaming. I played Fortnite as soon as I got it uh, with a couple friends, met some new people. And then eventually, I don't know if there was a game in between Fortnite and Valorant, or sorry, not Valorant, uh, Apex Legends, but uh, Apex became my, uh, my game of choice. And I never look back. I've met a huge loving community on Apex. Um, online, I'm more known as uh, Gay Cutie or Cutie. Um, I've had that name since my good old Minecraft days. That's the game that was the bridge between Fortnite and Apex, Minecraft, um, which I still kind of play a bit of. But uh, I'm a huge nerd. I feel like I've like I feel like I define it very well. I look like one. I act like one. I am one. I have glasses. Um, I'm in love with math and like chemistry and certain sciences. I have a human anatomy book and a periodic table in my journal that Jordan printed off for me so that we, we wouldn't get potentially in trouble at work. Um, and you gave me ice cream. Oh yeah, true. Yes, that, see, that was what I gave you the ice cream for. We're on the right track here. Damn it. <laughs> but um, yeah, I feel like that's like, the main things about me, I, I mean, we'll probably dive into more like about ourselves, but that's like the only thing I can think of. Nowadays, I'm like, not like super into fashion. I'm just like more into it than I was as a kid. I looked horrible as a kid. Um, like I would wear like an orange American Eagle sweater with like gray sweatpants that didn't fit me properly. It was really, it was really bad. But now I feel like turtlenecks are like my thing, which is why I'm like, okay, hey, yeah, I'm definitely starting out this episode. I also couldn't really find anything else to wear, but um yeah i feel like that's all i can think of on the basis of intro for me but what were the two questions that you went over again because i know we had like a little bit more in in our uh, uh one the first um, one was an insult that you've received that you're proud of right yeah yeah that one's hard because like obviously like i'm like whoa which one can i go with um i i feel like I don't know if I want to be like that, like traditional person and be like, oh, you know, gay. Cause you know, yeah, I'm like super proud of who I am. Cause it's just like, yeah, but like, that's kind of already a given. Uh, people say that I'm like too picky. Like when it comes to like guys, is that an insult though? Um, I, don't I, know I, like, I mean, kind of, I mean, kind of, I yeah. would take it kind of as an insult. Yeah. I mean like I've never, okay. Fun fact. Oh my God. We're like so much about myself private. Whoa. Um, I've never been in a relationship. I've never had a first kiss. Um, I'm a virgin, obviously. Um, <laughs> done other things, but yeah, no. Uh, and so like I'm 23 now and I'm on like Tinder and Bumble. I used to be on Grindr, but I'm not going back on that. And like, I am super picky, but like I'm 23 and like the next person that I date, I'm going to want to be looking long-term. I'm not going to be wanting to look for like you know, like a hookup or anything that I can view as like short term. So, I mean, I feel like I keep my list very, uh, well, very long in terms of like things they need to check off, but I don't think I'm like too, too bad. 
I mean, maybe it is because like it's on Tinder and I'm not like meeting them in person, so I can't fully judge their personality off of like meeting them like say at like a party or a gay bar or something like that or through like a mutual friend. But um but yeah, I pr- I would I mean, I guess the being picky. I don't know. It's just I I'm proud of it, but it's also annoying to hear cuz everyone says it every time they're on like oh god, can I mention other people's names? It's up to you. One of my friends, I mean, I don't know. I don't have their consent right now to do it, so I'm not going to do it. One of my uh, friends was, like, on my Tinder, and they were, like, basically looking over my shoulder watching me swipe. And I, I rarely swipe right. Rarely. And she was, like, looking at everyone. She's like, okay, but that guy's cute. And I'm just like, okay, but, like, you like guys with long hair and, like, that look emo as shit. That's not what I'm into. So, obviously, you're going to think that guy's cute. But I feel like the guys that I like are, too, are like, I set my standards too high. Because, like, I have a great personality, but, like, I'm not very attractive. So it's just, like, that's what you see on Tinder as your first thing. You're seeing their looks and their pictures. Their bio really doesn't tell you much because, I mean, I don't know. I feel like, like, unique bios are just cringy. I don't really have that much of a unique bio, but, like, I feel like if people with good personalities put that much effort into their bio, it would be viewed as, like, negative. I don't know why, but, yeah. I guess that is my, uh, I love how we went from me being picky all the way to <laughs> bios on Tinder. But uh, wait, what was your second one again? What you want to be when you grow up? Yeah, like, yeah. like <laughs> I love how you, I answered both of these questions. What you want to be and, what, and then what you want to accomplish. So I did like personally and then like through the podcast. Okay. Um, I, I don't know if this will sound like negative. I would love to be like, like a or no okay i was gonna say i would love to be famous but i retract that i would love to be a full-time uh twitch streamer and or a like like you mentioned uh like a youtuber i feel like that would be like a dream for me uh i started twitch streaming yeah probably around three years ago three and a half years ago um i fell in love with it right away and i feel like that like would just be such a a nice thing to have. I feel like, like, I feel like also there's like a lot of negative stigma around how much work a Twitch streamer puts in. Like you're still putting in, I mean, mostly more hours than like a, a full-time worker, like eight, like that works nine to five. You're putting more hours to do that. You're like caring more for your community. You're making sure like you're doing stuff outside of Twitch where you're editing videos or, you know, you have different social medias to keep up to date on so that, you know, your followers know everything. But um, it's a lot of work that goes into it. Like I am, I just do it whenever I can. I'm obviously not a full-timer because I have a full-time job and I don't really do anything on like Instagram or Twitter in regards to my stream. I wanted to, but I kind of, I just kind of gave up. I wasn't that motivated to. I just stream whenever I get the chance. But yeah, that would be a, a complete like dream for me to to have. Um, I feel like, yeah, I'm on a similar uh, level when it comes to what I want our podcast to accomplish. I would love to be like, kind of like a, a go-to safe space for, you know, LGBTQ plus people um, to come here and just kind of chill and listen. I would love for, I mean, really anybody to come and chill and listen, even if they don't necessarily agree with our views, they're coming here as, as just like getting our opinion as like a, I don't know, like a, an extra uh, opinion. I don't, I don't know how to, like, I literally am at a loss for words when it comes to describing it, but uh, yeah, just like a second opinion or just somebody that alters theirs that, they can kind of think unbiasedly if that's even a possibility nowadays. I don't really know if it is. Um, yeah, I feel like that. Yeah, I feel like that answers the question. If that answered the question at all. 
Um, and then the last one was one thing people will, don't know about you. Oh, yeah, that's or right. Or may not know about you. That's right. Um, I feel like mm, this one's hard. Because, like, I wish it was, like, more of a current thing that I have in the top of my mind. Because the top of my mind I have that I used to be, like, a hardcore athlete. Like, I competed in track and field. Um, I played soccer. I played basketball. I played volleyball. Uh, and I was, like, I was really good. It wasn't like I just played it for fun. Like, I was really good at all of them. Um, but I would love to have it, like, a... Oh, okay. I have one. I can multiply double-digit numbers really fast in my head. That's and a he, good one. And he can. It's true. I did it with... Uh, I can't use names. This sucks. Uh, with a coworker um, the other day. And she was just like, I like told her, I was like, give me two numbers. And then I was like, put it in your calculator. And then I just did it in like four seconds. She gave me like pretty simple. I think it was like 52 times 85, which anything like 50s is easy. Cause it's just, I go to 50 and then I half whatever. And then add two zeros. And it's yeah, it's a process, but <laughs> it's not easy to me. <laughs> It was, it's, yeah, it's, I don't know. I literally don't know. I know how long I've been able to do it, but I don't know what made me want to do it or have like the, the ability to do it. I've just done it. But, uh, but yeah, I, I feel like that would be a, the best one to choose. I think that's a good one. Is there any, any other questions we have? Also, uh, these questions, shout out to all of our friends that like sent us these questions or sent us questions in general. We really appreciate you guys. Um, we're just choosing the ones that like work well for our intro and this episode. We'll probably have the chance to go over other questions in future episodes as well. Is there like another question though that? No, I think that's it. So now we just got to do first impressions of each other. I think that's it. And then we can go on to our topics. Oh, yeah. True. 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 Okay. Do you want to go first? You want me to go first? Sure. I'll go first. I'll go okay. first. So, yeah. So my first impressions of Justin was he was, I don't know. He, the first time I met him, he didn't really talk. So I thought he was pretty standoffish. I thought he was either really, really anxious or he really didn't like me. Um, and now I know it's that he really doesn't like me. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, thank God. Um yeah, so I, I didn't really I didn't really know what to think because there wasn't there was a lot of room for me to for me to put my own what for me to imagine what he might be thinking because there wasn't he, he wasn't really interacting with me. Yeah, I feel like I had a similar first impression where I didn't think that you liked me at all. I kind of came in and uh, saw that you were the one training me, and I was like, oh, I don't really know how this is gonna go. But uh, I mean, eventually that didn't take that much time to go away. I was very talkative the next couple shifts. Um, I also was super shocked, like had to pause people, other people from talking when he told me that he was 31. I think you were 31 at the time. Yeah, yeah. And like, we were like, oh, how old is everyone here? And then I was like, oh, you know, like I'm 23. Was I 23 or 20? No, I was 22. Yeah, because I had my birthday in May. Um, and then you were like, oh yeah, I'm 31. And I literally like people wanted to continue talking. I was like, hold on, like stop, you're lying. And then you said your birthday, like, that and I was like there's no shot you're 31 and then uh yeah I was just I was still so in shock I really thought that you were like 27 or 28 I was just shocked that you I'll were take it I'll take it so shocked but um yeah I feel like it was just like my prior experiences with straight men kind of like put me in a in a position where like whenever I'm introduced to one it's always like touch and go I'm always like I really don't know because it's not like I can just like alter my voice and not be gay it's not like I'm like a gay that has like a deeper voice where I can pass as straight. Like I'm gay. And like <laughs> that is just like, I'm just like, ooh. But um, 
but yeah, eventually that went away and uh, we got to be acquainted a few days. Well, actually, like I wouldn't even say a few days, probably by the end of like the first day we were on pretty good terms. But uh, you're a good trainer. Can't believe I'm saying that. Um, I mean, yeah. Yeah, you're a good trainer. But yeah, I'd say that's probably like my, <laughs> that's literally it. Yeah, like I, I didn't think you would like me and then you didn't like me, so. <laughs> Yay! Then okay. we started, and then we started a podcast together. <laughs> so we got, a, we got a few topics on the docket today. So should we jump straight in? Let's do it. Let's do it. This first one's going to be a big one. It's going to be a huge one. So it's going to be vaccine passports. Exciting. So, I, so where to begin? Where, where to, to begin? begin? So um, for those of you who don't know, we are in British Columbia, beautiful BC, west coast of Canada. And I don't know the specific provinces that have introduced vaccine passports. I know Alberta has. I know we have. Ontario? I'm not sure about Ontario. I know Quebec has. Quebec, that's right. Okay, that's what I was thinking most likely. But, yeah. I, um, and then I don't know about like any of the prairie provinces yeah same here but we had ours introduced i think it was september 13th um oh, that was yeah that was first dose you had to have your first dose yeah, yeah. and then uh i mean as soon as i heard about it i <laughs> i don't use facebook that often but uh whenever major events happen like these i kind of go straight to facebook and i'm just like let's see what everyone's kind of going through and let's see what my feed is filled with and uh, obviously there were people there majority of people that you know had strong opinions of it um were in opposition of it which makes sense because if you're for something you're probably less likely to do a full post about it on social media unless like you're kind of prompted to by somebody else which my i guess is an example of of what i did but um yeah when it first came out i i i've been talking about this for kind of a couple months and i've always been in support of it uh, this is obviously for non-essential goods and services. And these are events that mainly expect, uh, high capacity for them. And I mean, this is obviously like a temporary measure. This probably isn't going to be in place for, I mean, this definitely isn't going to be in place for the rest of time, but, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I've, I, I heard it and I, it kind of just like, I didn't really make a big deal out of it because I'd already been like thinking about it. And I was like, is this going to become a thing? If it is, then I'm, kind of going to be okay with it. I looked at the list of uh, of things that it was really referring to. Of course, uh, oh God, where was it? Who posted the list of things that like you couldn't do? Was it Health Canada that did it? I'm not sure. Because like, sure. I don't know if that would make the most sense because like it wasn't all of Canada that had vaccine. Maybe it was just like a BC site. I can't remember. Um, they actually posted a list of things you can't do. Yeah, don't you remember? I Oh, wait, maybe. Yeah, don't you remember I showed it to you? Are you sure it wasn't th things that you can do? Oh, maybe it was. Because oh, that, yeah, because liquor that, stores, liquor stores. Because that, that seems it. like a really negative way for the government to frame it, as in like things you can't do. Yeah, yeah, it totally was things you can do. Because liquor stores at the was at the top of it. And I remember we both were like, "What?" Like, <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a weird one. But but uh, like I said to you at the time, I think that's just all based on like uh, tax revenue, right? Oh yeah, hundred percent. It's all like that's kind of like that's and this is this is kind of a tangent, but that like I was saying to you how. Remember in March of 2020, when everything closed down, they were like, okay, well, everything's going to be closed, but liquor stores are going to open at 7 a.m. now. <laughs> it's like, what? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I kind of went on Facebook and, you know, there's a lot of people talking about 
uh, you know, my rights are being violated. And, you know, this is exactly like the Holocaust. And uh, we had a good old protest in front of, uh, well, technically it was across Canada in front of major hospitals. Uh, Vancouver General Hospital was one of said hospitals. There's also one in Victoria, um, which I, I was a little bit pissed off about because, like, I'm all for peaceful protesting, but, like, really, a hospital? That's where you're going to choose to, pro like, it's not like they have a say in what they're doing. They're following, like, Canada's health guidelines because they need to do so. And, like, that's where you're, ch I, that, I don't know. I, I, I was kind of at a loss for words, or loss of words for that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this has nothing, like, I don't know. Whenever somebody talks about, like, oh, you know, my rights are being blah, blah, blah. I'm, like, like somebody just asked, like, okay, well, what rights? And they're just, like, the right to choose. I'm just, like, okay, well, honey, you still have that. Like, what else? But, um, but yeah, I mean, I've never shown kind of any opposite. Obviously, if this were essential services, like going to the grocery store um, or, you know, I mean, well, I can't really say seeing family because I guess that's kind of been halted a little bit. But, uh, I mean, if this this were more essential services, then, yeah, I would probably have some type of problem with it. But what do you think? So, okay. So the thing is, is like, like you probably know, before I was vaccinated, I was I, I was kind of wishwashy about it. I didn't know if I wanted to get vaccinated. I was actually, I was probably arguing more for not being vaccinated than being vaccinated. So, I mean, I, I get it. I, I think that, I think that the main, the main deciding factor for me in, in, in deciding to get vaccinated is, is I, like for me, like live music and shows is such a large part of my life. And it was, I was sort of, sort of starting to see the writing on the wall of, of that wasn't something that was going to be available to me if I didn't get vaccinated. And also I, I, I was thinking, even if it was like, do I want to go to some sort of public event and always be worried? Like, did I, like, did I get COVID? Am I going to give it to other people? Mm -hmm. um, I, I just didn't want that in the back of my head. I, so I, I think that, I think that I understand people who are upset that, that, that passports are a thing, but I also think that if it's the quickest way for us to, to get this behind us and get back to the new normal, I do agree with it. Um, I think that, I think the thing I will say that, that I've, and I've talked about this with a bunch of people is I don't like the division that it's causing. I, I don't remember. And I don't know if, feel free to jump in here. I can't think of a subject in recent history where it's like caused this much strife between two groups of people. Like, and social media is exacerbating it. It's, it's getting really nasty and, and people are getting, people are personally attacking other people for their views. I just think that everybody's entitled to their views. Like I went to, um, I went to something recently um, that I was told that one of the people that were there were sort of opposed to vaccine passports and being vaccinated in general. But this person also doesn't really like to talk about it in a social setting. And I respect that. And the whole time it, it never really came up. And I don't know. I just think people should be entitled to their views. I but, I, but personally, I, I, I mean, I, agree, I do agree with the passports. I just think that I think that part of the argument that people are making against it is that it's, it's, a, it's a slippery slope. Yeah, I mean, I feel like in recent years, obviously, like so many topics have caused so much division. But I think the difference with it is like Canada's not really known to be like that fully divided of a country. 
And this kind of has shown that it really is like, but okay. But the thing is, is I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that because so I, I don't think that the, the, the division in political beliefs was as evident as, as it is now, like until this whole vaccine passport thing. And honestly, the election brought this up with me too, but I didn't realize, like, did you know that like Alberta, Manitoba, Saskatchewan are all like conservative provinces? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't know that. I didn't even know Alberta was so conservative. You didn't really? But, no. Yeah. I didn't know that. And then someone was also telling me that apparently within Alberta itself, like their, their political beliefs are, are very divided. Like apparently if you go to the Edmonton area, for example, they're, they're much more liberal than if you go to Northern Alberta. So yeah. I, I think, I, I, I think that uh, it's just made, it's made our, our differences within our country quite more prevalent. Um, I just didn't know it was a thing. I thought we were a liberal country. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I like there, I think there's three districts in Alberta that uh, one was liberal and two were NDP and, and it was Edmonton. It was basically like center of Edmonton. And then I think uh, all districts in Saskatchewan voted conservative, if I'm thinking correctly. And then I think, uh, I don't know how many districts are in Manitoba, but I know there's like, there's one that's like half of Manitoba. And that was like NDP. It was like the top half of Manitoba. I'm pretty sure if I'm thinking correctly about the uh, the map that I looked at. Um but yeah, I, I didn't realize that it was like, I knew Alberta was a conservative province. Um, I didn't realize how conservative Saskatchewan and Manitoba were, though. Yeah, neither did I. Those neither were did two I. That I Until was I saw the election results. Yeah, because I know, um, like looking back, I was looking back at uh, results from like when Stephen Harper was prime minister and then when Justin Trudeau first got in. Um, and I was like, oh, it was like weird. Because like, I mean, we've really... I feel like we've only been like really liberal when Trudeau was in office. Cause like, even when Harper was in office, I think the most recent election that he won, uh, NDP was second place with like 99 seats or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, like that was really surprising to see, but I mean, Trudeau won his first election in a landslide. Like it, it really he, he did, but if, if you remember at that time, like everyone kind of knew that was going to happen because mm-hmm. it was, there was such a, you could even tell just on social media, there was so much of our generation was against Harper at the time. Right? Oh, like, yeah. Like, um, it, it, you could kind of tell that Trudeau was going to win by land. But yeah, that was such a landslide. Such a landslide. Yeah. I mean, but, I, I think I was like, I don't know how old I was at the time. I think I was 16 because I think my sister was 18. Like, she had just, like, this was her first time voting. Mm-hmm. And she, uh, yeah, yeah, she voted Trudeau. But I think the first election, I would have probably also voted Trudeau. I think. Because, I mean, yeah, I don't, I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure I would have voted Trudeau. I mean, going off of everything. I mean, maybe, maybe I would have switched to NDP or something like that. But I, I don't know if NDP had, like, uh, a decent stronghold as they did in, like, the prior election against the Conservatives. Because uh, as far as I can remember, it was Trudeau, like, that one you know, you know, fairly, you know, he had a f- wide, like, fucking, what's the word that I'm fucking looking for? My God. Uh, majority of votes. Jesus, like, I'm, holy shit. That's the word that I was looking for? I was thinking maximum, that's why. Um, and then I'm, I'm pretty sure, yeah, Harper was second. 
Which one thing I, one thing I wanted to touch on though based on the uh, on the vaccines was okay so here okay here's here's my main problem okay and, and this is and this is the pro, this, and this, I think this is giving the the anti the anti-vax uh, belief the people who who are against the vaccine their their uh, a lot of their fuel for their argument is this is okay so I do think though that the pharmaceutical companies, have they've had us reframe our our expectations on the vaccine many times um you know initially it was okay you're not going to get sick and then it was okay well you're not going to get as sick and you're not going to end up in the hospital and then now we're dealing with like i i saw a story yesterday where where the pharmaceutical companies are now for the first time admitting that okay yeah like we're probably going to need a third a third vaccine they're saying that after a year after vaccination that your protection is going to significantly significantly de decrease and i actually think that that's quite optimistic it, it's been shown to decrease a month after you're double vaxxed um so to me that's i don't know that's quite that's concerning yeah i i would agree i mean like even in these uh trials that you know obviously were posted for public review once they were peer-reviewed and everything um it's just weird because the 95%, everyone thought that the 95% related to, oh, that's like a significant decrease in me catching it. But in reality, these trials, they measured the like efficacy of the actual vaccine when it came to symptoms and when it came to the odds of you going to the hospital and, you know, being on a vent and stuff like that. They, they're, I, I don't even really, because I was watching uh, like one of the creators that one of like the medical creator or medical creators that I follow and they were talking about, you know, this isn't what they measured. So I don't know why you guys are bringing this up, but uh, I looked at that one and that, yeah, that didn't measure anything related to the odds of you catching it. It's just after the fact of people getting vaccinated, they also found that, yes, it was a lot less likely that you were going to contract COVID. Um, but I mean, I would agree hundred percent. It was definitely talked about in ways that it shouldn't have been because even if you talked about the reality of what's happening now, which is majority of, of people in the hospital are unvaccinated, even if you talked about it like that, you would still be getting people to want to get vaccinated. I just, I don't know. I feel like there was really no need to uh, to shadily discuss it the way that a lot of these companies did uh, to kind of get people to get vaccinated. I've... But, I, but, but I think that, but I honestly think that they're surprised. I, I, I don't think that they were lying to us. That's that's what I think. Um, They're surprised at like, like by how well it's doing or by. No, I think that when they were saying that you won't get sick initially, like that's what they thought. That's that, that's that's honestly what they thought. It was. Um, I don't think that they. I don't think that they were they were making shady decisions. I think that they they literally expected that it was going to stop transmission. I mean, no vaccine has ever proven to like fully stop transmission. Though. That's why I'm just like. Because I've never seen, um, like, I've never, you know, heard somebody fully say that, like, yeah, I, and I and I don't know the answer to that, so I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm, I haven't done any research into that, so I'm not gonna comment on that. the The one thing I want to say though is a lot of people, and I want to just just put this out there, is a lot of people don't understand the mechanism of of this COVID vaccine, like. So I just want to say this in, in case anybody doesn't know. So it's an mRNA vaccine, sort of like the first the first of its kind, right? Like this is the first mRNA vaccine. What do you mean? Like, isn't this the first? That's the first time that any vaccine has been put out in this mechanism. Isn't that true? Oh, God. 
I'm not fully sure. Okay. Okay. I, I'm going to say, I'm pretty sure that's true. That's what I've heard. Okay. So basically the way that it works is normally with, with vaccines we give, they put a little bit of the virus into you and your body knows how to fight it. Sort of like that's how every vaccine was ever created. So the MRNA vaccine, the way that it works is they're actually only putting a portion of the molecule in. So if you, if you pulled up a, if you pulled up a, 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 a picture of the molecule of, of any coronavirus, not even just COVID. The way that it is, is, is the molecule has little spike proteins on the outside of it, like little spikes, and that's how they bind to you. So what it does is it, it gives you the mRNA vaccine injects the spike into you and your body knows how to sort of, how to sort of fight it. Um, so it's not even like, they're not even injecting COVID into you per se. And, and I think a lot of people don't know that. So I just wanted to, to put that out there. Yeah, it's also... Um... A huge reason as to why a lot of uh, doctors are recommending booster shots is because of new variants of COVID, the Delta variant. Like it's a, it's a change in the S protein, the spike protein. And, you know, like it has proven, like obviously the vaccines have proven to still protect you significantly against the Delta variant. But um, there's going to be breakthrough cases with new variants, obviously. That is, I mean... In the, in the medical field, that's more common knowledge. I wouldn't really say that's more common knowledge for somebody that kind of doesn't know anything uh, about this. And this is kind of like, you know, which for a lot of people, this we haven't had a pandemic in how long? Like a full blown pandemic since 1919. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I, I was funny because uh, I was reading about because obviously we didn't have the same technology we had before. And, and I was reading about the. Uh, 1919 was the Spanish flu, right? Correct? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so the way that they would uh, vaccinate people is that they would basically cut into infected people's skin and they would take an injection of, like, pus and they would insert that into, like, they would use that as, like, an injection into another person to protect them. Who? What country was doing this? Um, fuck. That's a good question. I'd have to go back to the video that I saw. Because I, I heard there was there was no vaccine like they didn't have. One. Well, like this wasn't technically like a vaccine. This was this was just like a, it was a, a treatment option. Yes, exactly. Um, but that shit was like, <laughs> I'm not I surprised. I was like, what the fuck? That's like that's fucked up. Yeah, I'm but, not surprised. Yeah, that that was crazy, crazy to hear. That was just insane. I was like, damn, like that's. <laughs> but I I just saw yesterday because uh, a a few weeks ago. BC had had I think they selected up fifty thousand people that were going to need a booster. They've increased it to a hundred thousand. That was yesterday, and now Health Canada is reviewing a third booster. Are they? I, yeah, I think it's coming because like I don't know if you saw Joe Biden got his third. The U.S. has kind of already put it into motion. Would you um, like? I'm assuming you would. Get oh, a yeah. Okay. oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Same here. Hopefully, figure. I mean, <laughs> I don't know why this. Like, I don't know why I prefer Pfizer over Moderna. I, I'm actually the opposite. You pre you prefer Moderna? Yeah. I think I've just heard like people have like more symptoms from Moderna. <laughs> they do. They do. That's that's been shown to be true. My sister had my sister was double backs with Moderna and she had uh, more severe symptoms than I did. Yeah, my mom got a uh, Moderna vax and then I had to hear all about the symptoms that she was told about when she got the vaccine. And then I was like, oh, my God, that's so crazy. Whoa, it's totally like this is crazy. Like news to me. Whoa. Even when I got initially Pfizer, they had they listed some weird some weird side effects to me. Like they, did they tell you about the crawling up and down your arm? No, that sounds uh, hot. <laughs> 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 
Sorry, continue. I'm going to pretend you didn't say that. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's, they said that, um, he said you might feel like, and it almost might feel like there's like this weird sensation going up and down your arm. He's like, that's normal though. And I'm like, holy shit. What the fuck? Interesting. Yeah, I didn't, I don't think I've, I've heard of like someone that I know that I've talked to about side effects getting that. And I, yeah. I didn't have anything close to that really. Yeah, neither did I. I, uh, yeah, I just, the first time I got this really, really sore arm. The second time I got like really sore arm, like even my hand was like immobilized. And then I got the flu for two days. Um, but that's kind of the second dose is supposed to kind of knock you on your keister. Really? It was really the opposite with me. Like the first dose, I had a like a very sore arm expected. Um, I got a headache. I think even into the next day, I had a headache. I wasn't feeling well. I had to leave work early. Um, but then the second time I had, it wasn't really even that sore. And it was just for a day and nothing else. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll take this. Because I literally went into it and I was like, I'm going to be fucked. Like everyone I know, basically, except for one person, um told me about the fact that like the second time was so much more difficult or like so much uh worse than the first and i was just like <gasps> but then yeah no it really wasn't for me i also i mean this was like i also had like 10 days off after that so yeah. maybe it was just on the basis that i could stay home and rest yeah but i mean i did go home and stream for like basically all those days and i never felt anything yeah like i'm in a i'm in front of a computer the for hours on end every day and i feel like i would because sometimes i'll just get headaches out of the blue and and whatever but yeah no i didn't really feel anything okay a lot uh i want to touch on this one last thing maybe then maybe we can move on is mm -hmm. do you okay do you i think that we're bc well not even just bc canada in general i think we're moving too slow in reopening though um i think that like their initial plan i, I heard their new plan now is by second back by pat passport i think it's the 24th of october when you're supposed to have two doses um they plan to they they want to reopen everything by then like no caps on indoor events stuff like that and i i honestly think but like you have to be vaccinated yes okay yes so like if you have the passport then yeah you can go like right now you they can't you can't have you can't have full capacity concerts it's not a thing um my dad went to uh uh exhibition canucks game a couple days ago they're at 50 percent capacity in rogers arena right now hmm. I, I i don't know i think that what are we having like 800 cases a day and the majority of them are unvaccinated? I think that if we have vaccine passports, they should be open. Yeah, I, I would, I, I would, I would agree with that. I think. And I think that Biden needs to start letting us in their country personally also. Um, yeah, I think I was watching or I was listening to a doctor and they said that a uh, majority of, of, you know, well, like the vaccine is supposed to be like done and dusted throughout your body in the span of two weeks. So that's the only thing I can think of like after the 24th, like two weeks after the 24th, then we'll go to full capacity just like to make sure that everyone that's gotten their, their second dose by that date. No. So so the 24th is the day that you have to be two weeks clear of your second dose. Oh, OK. Sorry, yes. I misunderstood. OK. Yeah. So the 24th, you have to be like you wouldn't be able to get your passport unless it, it was two weeks after your second dose. OK. Yeah. Okay, well then, yeah, then yeah, I would agree with that, hundred percent. I mean, do do you wish that like we had differing opinions when it came to this passport? Uh, well, I mean, we 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 kind of did. You just didn't choose to fight me on it. Wait, what 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 part? I well, I oh, the part with like Canada being divided. No, where I kind of told you that I see both sides because I was on the the other side at the beginning. Oh, I mean, I feel like 
you had more of like a logical reason to be because i remember we had a conversation about this and you were talking about how like pharma is shady as fuck pharma is so shady it 100 so shady absolutely and we didn't really have like obviously this is intro of vaccines we had like not as much data as we have now so you were just like i'm just i'm i'm not sure like i want to wait which is definitely like you weren't like a no you were just like i want to wait and i'm just on the fence about it which that's why i don't argue with uh, like with you about it because like that's a reasonable thing to do like mm-hmm. that wasn't exactly my thought process of it but like that's definitely a reasonable thing to do like i went into it and like obviously i didn't just get vaccinated off of no research i looked up and i was like okay cool these studies have shown that you know it's very effective um and everything that i had pointed to me getting a vaccine but like you like were very reasonable and like yeah we had a conversation about this it's not like like i just didn't have the exact mindset you had but i mean obviously you're vaccinated now we're both you 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 fought me a lot harder at the beginning though than you are now yeah oh yeah it's because we're on screen right now and i need to i need to act like i'm nice you need to create this fake image of yourself exactly and for all of y'all who want to know how shady pharma pharma big pharma is read uh empire 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 of Pain by Patrick Radden O'Keefe. Patrick, checks in the mail. So should we move on to the next one? Yeah, what's what our uh, what's our next one? I think it's problems for the planet in the future. Oh, yeah, concerns for a future. This is also, I can't remember specifically who asked me this, but this was, uh, I think this might have been my aunt. Um, this was one of the questions that was posed to us. But uh, it was concerns for the future, uh, your generation, and the planet. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to tackle it? Um, I'll go first. Sorry. Um, problems for the future and our planet. Okay. So I want to go, okay. I'll start economically. Um, so I think that, okay. So yeah, I, I know where I'm going to go with this. So I, have you heard, have you heard about the problem with, uh, Canadian inflation? I was actually reading about this yesterday. Not fully. I've had okay. like some recommendations to me on like books to read about it, but I haven't. So, okay. So very basically like the, the more money that we borrow as a country, the higher our inflation is, right? So uh, there's a there's a metric that can, that Canada uses to measure inflation, and that's basically more or less it's the incentive that employers use to raise people's wages, right? Because if your money, if your paycheck's getting you less, then they have like kind of makes sense, kind of supply and demand. But yeah. So basically, like I, I saw this story, and it was the government saying that the inflation rate of food has been between one and one, don't quote me on this, but it's somewhere in the ballpark of between one and a half and 2%. And there was this independent company that did their own research and they found it's closer to 3%. And they're saying that that's significant. Um, And the one I remember is they're saying butter, the inflation rate is like astronomically high. And that's like a very basic good, right? Yeah. And they're saying that, so if, if the Canadian government is putting out this data and it's being used as, by by economics to to control the rate of pay and other things and that's it's i don't i don't know if they're if their data's if it's if it's if it's just bad research or if it's if it's motivated um so i i think that's problematic and i'm all for social services like i said i'm sort of i'm, I'm we're gonna get more into that in a few minutes but i am very economically progressive but i i I, I don't think we can spend indiscriminately. And even if, and at this time with SERB being needed, so social assistance is, is maybe the most important it's ever been throughout history, maybe exclude, just excluding the uh, Great Depression. But I think that um, 
it's problematic. And the least, the least that the government can do is put out accurate information because then the market can react. So I think that's a huge problem. Uh, continuing economically, I think that ownership of property is going to be a, uh, a major problem for people our age. Uh, I think the majority of us probably aren't going to be able to own in our lifetime, aren't going to be able to retire with the current model as it is. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I could say I disagree with one of those, but no, you got it spot on. I feel like, do you think um, like climate change is as important as people talk about? Yes, I do. Yeah, I would agree. But I also don't. Th- I, I also don't believe. I also don't agree with the carbon tax. I think it's a it's a stupid measure. Okay, let me let me clarify for for the end consumer, businesses fine. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Especially, yeah. I mean, I feel like majority of people that are like warning, or well, yeah, majority of people that are warning us about climate change are scientists and like global experts. And it's like if they're you know preaching that this is something that we really need to kind of focus on to make sure that we still have a uh, a livable earth to inhabit. And I feel like this is something that we should definitely take action on and elect rep- representatives that are in favor of doing so. Um, yeah, I mean, like, there's people out there that don't think it's that important, obviously. I was wondering if, if you were one of them. Thank God you're not. And you've talked a lot about climate change. I thought that you would know that I think it's important. Yeah, that's true. I just, I don't know. It's hard to listen to you sometimes, Jordan. There's only so much of our conversations that I can handle. (laughs) But yeah, I'm economically, I feel like we're in very similar ballparks of what we, uh, what we believe in. Yeah. It's because I'm woke as fuck economically. Exactly. Thank fucking Jesus. Thank Jesus. Jesus is risen. Um, Concerns for your generation, the future, the planet. I feel like that's like the main thing. And I feel like also that's like what the question is kind of grasping for. I I can't, I can't think of like, well, there's, I I think there's, I don't know. There's a, there's a, there's a lot of problems. I think the thing though, that we need to remember is there's a, there's, and I read, I've, I've read something about this that, People think that, so every generation in history, so the first thing is, you know how like our parents' generation have these characteristics that they think about us, like they think that we're lazy, they think that we um, are selfish. Um, There's always these characteristics that the senior generation thinks that is wrong with, 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 with their children. And apparently it was, it's been the same ever throughout history, the the, I don't know what the generation before the boomers is called, but they had, they thought these specific things about the boomers and so on and so on. But I think that, so I think throughout history, like I'll take this a step further, people always damn their own, like generations always think that the future is bleak for them. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's a bit of a fallacy. Um, they think that, oh, like, you know, we're not going to be able to do X and we're not going to be able to do Y and they've always made it work. So I try not to get lost in that, but it doesn't look good. Yeah, I would agree. Definitely, definitely agree. I think it's funny because, like, I had a lot of that growing up, like, a lot. And it wasn't even, like, mainly, like, my family. It was, like, just, like, adults, like, even teachers that, like, had that same mindset. And, uh, I mean, I just, I've, 
honestly never really like given a shit about that mindset because it's just like it's just a, an issue of morality and you just like do comparisons and you're like yeah i don't really give a fuck what you think if you know these are the things you're representing um obviously mean, like them shitting on us yes um yeah but i mean obviously nowadays it's not like i feel like i heard about that so much because i was i was so often surrounded by um adults or or the elderly um whether it be like in school or uh you know even like my friend's family like some of them had similar opinions to that too but yeah i'm definitely uh not in that same position now where i'm seeing those types of people so often which is nice but obviously like i'm still hearing about them a lot and uh, i still have some of them on facebook so you know whenever i get the chance to go on which isn't really that much now um with the exception of these vaccine passports you know sometimes i'll see that you know what i was actually quite uh quite uh, surprised with is my mom said something recently about 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 our generation I, that was actually quite uh i took it as complimentary she's like you know well we we're talking about something and she goes you know well like you guys are more you guys are more interested in doing things that you want to do with your lives where we're, we just like we just do whatever like we'll, yeah. we'll just we show up to the same building every day for 40 years where you guys are like you know like i don't like this anymore now i want to do this and maybe it won't make me as much money but and i was like wow that's actually like the nicest way i've ever heard a boomer say that about about millennials yeah so true though yeah 100 100 percent. i wonder like where that mindset sort of started i i have a i i think it's from watching our parents hate their jobs oh yeah that's true <laughs> i wonder if like i wonder what they experienced because like i don't know if do you think they would have experienced something similar with their parents probably where, I, I but they just so. didn't do anything about it maybe or it could have been it could have even been like and i don't know but it could have even been like our parents watched their parents economically struggle. And then maybe our parents were better off if they just like stayed in their job and they're like, okay, well, at least we're, we have enough money to make ends meet, blah, 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 blah. So we're not complaining kind of thing. Yeah. And then with us, it's kind of like, I don't know, like it's almost like in a lot of cases, even if we do jobs, we don't like, we're still not going to have enough money. Yeah, exactly. So we might as well do something that we like. We might as well do like three things at once. Create a podcast, start streaming on Twitch, upload to YouTube, make TikToks. And um, I, I also, and, and this is this is information that's not new, but work is starting to slowly take up more and more of everybody's day. Hey, now, like, you know, before it sounds like you have your email on your phone and when you wake up in the morning at six, you, you're replying to emails. And then, oh yeah, 100%. So yeah, so not only economically is is, is our generation well, and, and this is readily and available information too. Is we're the most uh, educated generation in history, but the the least well paid. Yeah. Um, but we also we also work the longest hours. Yeah, I feel like the whole mindset that was given to majority of kids uh, as children was, uh, hey, if you go to school, you get degrees, you're gonna be paid the highest you know, paying job in the market. And uh, yeah, that's fucking bullshit and a half. Like, so like, oh, God, it's just it's insane to like, have people like I feel bad for people that um, spend so much time like years and years uh, to graduate and then to have like a shit paying job that like, 
they didn't even expect to have after going to school for that long, after being in debt, after having so many student loans to pay off. See, um, I do, but I do think it, in education is important, but I just think that you need a master's now. Yeah. A bachelor's doesn't get you anything unless it's in like, there's only a, a few fields where a bachelor will get you something. And like trades obviously pay more than like jobs that you get like masters and PhDs in, which is, uh, <laughs> not, no, I, I don't know if I'd say masters and PhDs. Really? Yeah. Like, for example, like, let's say you get your, let's say you get your master's in psychology mm -hmm. or social work or something like, like those are high paying jobs. Those are high paying jobs. I mean, jobs. those specifically, yeah. But I feel like all trades like around the, like <laughs> around the base of trades are just, they, they just pay high. And like a lot of it is like, not even like you go to school for it. If you're just in the field of trades, you're paid well. Like some, not, like some trade work. You have to be in a you have to be an apprentice though. And no, I know, but like, it's like, say like, it's like, um, like there are people that I know that have gotten jobs recommended to them from like family friends or, or family or friends. And like, they didn't have to go to school for it. They didn't have to do any apprenticeship work for it. They didn't have to get anything for it. And they get paid a shit ton of money. I'm pretty sure you have to do some school. Maybe it's for specific trades, but not for. Because my, my dad was a plumber and he, so he did an apprenticeship and like he did a few semesters at BCIT. Like there is some classroom stuff you have to do. I, okay, this isn't meant to be shady at all. Uh, you will, like, as we go through this podcast, I'll probably bring this up a few times. Um, I don't talk to my dad. He's a piece of fucking shit. He's in a trade. I, I don't know what he does, like, specifically. Um, he worked at, like, a re restoration company. I think now he owns his own company in wherever. I'm not going to say whatever. I'm not going to be that shady and say exactly where his company is. Um, as far as I know, he's never gone to school. He's dumb as fuck. Like, sorry, he's dumb as shit. As far as I know, he's never gone to school. Um, and he makes really good money and he's in trades. And like, I, I don't know exactly what he did. He worked at a, yeah, a restoration company. I'm not going to say like, he worked at multiple restoration companies actually before he moved away. Um, I'm not going to give their names or whatever. But yeah, as far as I know, he hasn't gone to school. Which like, Yeah. I, I don't know, like, I mean, at least maybe it's just like specifically that field or like um, his job doesn't require. I love how Lynn Crawford is literally in the background on your TV right now. And that's Tim Hortons. I saw that commercial earlier. Oh, my God. I love Lynn Crawford. I used to watch her. Shout out Lynn Crawford if you're watching. You're not going to be watching this podcast. But if you're watching Hey Girl. Um, Who's Lynn Crawford? She's an uh, she's a Canadian Iron Chef now. She's like a, a famous chef. Oh, okay. I used to watch her on the Food Network all the time. I loved her. She's oh my god, I loved her. She had I can't remember what her own show was, but I used to watch that a lot. Um, anyway, back to <laughs> back to this. I love how that so easily sidetracks and distracts me that I have to be like, hey, oh shit, Tyson Fury now. Oh, in the background. Yeah. Oh god. Wait, which one is he? Oh, the one on the Wait, left, right? The guy that's talking right now. Yeah. The the way that you're edited on OBS is just the other guy that's like reacting to him talking. Tyson Fury was on WWE. Was he really? I think so. I, I read his book, hey. Do you know his story? This is a complete tangent, but we have to talk about Tyson Fury. <laughs> what's, you know? what's the story? So he like, so he was heavyweight. He's a boxer, right? Mm -hmm. He was heavyweight champion of the world. And then he, uh, he, he, he got, it was some bullshit, but he lost his title. And then he, he, he struggled with mental health issues. So he got like really, really, really overweight. And he actually almost, he, he was, he was contemplating suicide and he, uh, pulled himself out of it, got back in shape, got the heavyweight title again. Like it's unbelievable. Oh my god, that's awesome! Yeah, that's awesome. Damn.
Yeah, because I, I remember him when he was featured on WWE. Um, I hadn't heard about him at the time, but I was like, like everyone was like crazy, like everyone was like going crazy. I can't remember if he fought like the Big Show or who it was that he fought. That makes sense. He's massive, right? Um, but like everyone was like going crazy, like the whole crowd. I was like, I literally don't know who this guy is, but I had also like been away from WWE for a couple of years, and you know, kind of earlier when I came back, it was him being there, and I didn't really, other than WWE, I don't really watch that much wrestling or like uh, like boxing or you know any like UFC, MMA, any of that crap. I don't really watch. Or sorry, it's not crap. It's you know stuff um yeah i'll fight you over that comment let's do it let's fight let's subway fight let's <laughs> can't believe you just said that oh uh, i'm undefeated i'm actually undefeated. undefeated undefeated in what in uh in fights i'm one and oh in daycare grade like four this would you fight making... this guy would you fight a, a wet paper bag shut up this guy was making fun of me, and I told him I was like, "Okay, there's gonna be some problems if you don't if you don't stop making fun of me." And uh, he just like kept going, kept going, and I was like, mm, "Okay." And then I punched him right on the fence in the freaking park on the back of daycare, and uh, and then he started crying, and then I got suspended for three days, and I was like, "Yeah." Why do I not believe you? I promise. I promise on our friendship. Ha. We're not friends, so that doesn't mean anything. I don't give a fuck. I never break those, even if we're not. <laughs> I could look at my like fucking cat and be like, "Hey, hey, bitch, I'll get you temptations. I promise on our friendship." And then I don't actually, I don't actually promise, Lil. I don't. Oh yeah, you brought up your dog earlier. I have a cat, a black and white cat. Her name is Lily. She's included in like the artwork for our uh, podcast. So I was like, might as well bring her up. But um, but yeah, she's fucking adorable as hell. Should she's be. She Sorry. What? Sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. What, what were you going to say? I was going to say, should we go to universal basic income now? Oh, I thought you said she'll be something. I was like, hmm. I would never be... insult an animal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we can go to universal basic income. Okay. I want to start with this one. All right, go ahead. Okay. So I I have strong beliefs about this because I, I totally believe in it. Okay. So here's what I think. Here's my, here's my beliefs of universal basic income. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, and I'm going to straight out admit that a lot, some of my ideas I literally got from Rogan and I'm like, wow, that's, this is, this is really smart. Okay. Um, so I think that, I don't know. So the basis of what I'm about to say is on the predicated on the belief of what could human potential be if we didn't worry about shelter or food, you know, if we woke up every day and it's not like, how am I going to get my next meal? It's what, what am I meant to do? What do I want to do today? I think that, I think that the world... <laughs> The ramifications of that are 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 endless. So here's how I think it, universal basic income should be. I think that a set amount based on your geographic lo- location in Canada. So for example, like us being on on the west coast of BC, our, our cost of living is quite high. You get a set amount that is pays for your food, pays for your shelter, and it's not taxable because otherwise, like let's say you're you fall into a higher tax bracket, like you get this universal basic income, so, and, but you'd have to pay it back. It's kind of like the government giving with one hand and taking from the other. Like CERB? Yes. Yes. I, you, you know what, though? Like, I didn't have, okay, when taxes came out last year, mm-hmm. and like my mom does my taxes, um, I thought I was going to have to pay back a lot more than I actually did. Mm-hmm. I only had to pay back 700 and I thought that I was going to be like two grand because I was on CERB for, I think, Four or six months. I can't remember. Because I think it was... I can't remember. I don't know. Um, I think it was... No. It was four. No, wait. March, April, May, June, July. Might have been five. 
I don't know, in between four and six, one of them. And I was like, I'm going to be like fucked. Like I'm going to be fucked. I'm going to owe a lot of money. Um, but yeah, she was like, like my mom's like, you're, you're good. Like you're lucky. You only owe 700. And I was like, oh, hmm. But yeah, sorry, go, go ahead. Okay, so I agree with you, but I also think that in the short amount of time that the government had to put that program together, I do think it was pretty good. But I do agree with you. That's that that's not right. Um, but I so I I think that like I think that if if and that's again that's just to cover your basic necessities. Anything else you want to do, anything else you want to do, you need to go out and earn and earn your money. And I think that a lot of people, when I've said that to other people, they're quite, they're, they're scared of that because it's, it is a quite like, it's not, I don't even know if it's bordering. It's quite a socialist almost ideology. Service um, or universal basic income? Universal basic income. Um, and a, a lot of the, a lot of the right-wing argument against that is they're afraid that, they're afraid that you're going to give away all their money. Right. So it's kind of like the argument that I hear the most is like, where does it end? Like, we might as well, like, well, why don't we pay for their, why don't we pay for their clothes and why don't we pay to fix their car? Like, cause they're like, kind of like the government's giving away all my money kind of thing. Or even like, where does it come from? Like you're, you're mentioning the fact that like, there should be like a basic income that isn't taxable. So like there, a lot of, I've heard like a lot of people be like, well, where, where does that even come from? Like how much money do we have to, to do that? And like, obviously it's going to be person to person. I'm assuming of a certain age. Um, and, you know, demographic and wherever they are, uh, in terms of relation to the country, as you brought this up before, but, um, and I think that's a fair question, but, and I think that just thinking on the surface of it, like your sales taxes, your provincial sales tax is going to probably be higher. Your, um, uh, social services are probably going to be, they're going to have to cut back. Um, whether that be infrastructure, whether that be. I hope it's not healthcare or education, but it probably would be. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's a good question. I think that uh, another way to do it would be to like what the NDP we're planning to do would be to tax the top 2%. Um, and that's a huge amount of money. That's a huge amount of money. Yeah. I think a lot of people that, uh, that disagree with uh, taxing the rich don't actually realize how much money comes from that plan and how much money the rich will still have. Like they'll think like, oh, we're taking all their money away from them that they've worked so hard and like exploited so many workers to earn. Um, but like, no, they're still going to be rich. They're just not going to be as rich. And the money that comes from them is going to go to decent services for the rest of the country. One of someone I know was afraid to vote for the NDP because they're like, I heard that they're going to they're going to start taxing blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, dude, don't worry. You're not like like sweetheart. You're not close to that tax. You have a cap when you go to a restaurant, sit down and come back to reality. Like I don't, (laughs) this isn't even. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you think? I would agree a hundred percent. I mean, like I, I, we've obviously like majority of topics that we're probably going to go over, um, with the exception of like things that are breaking news, but even then that still might even be a topic. Um, we've kind of already discussed and gone through and I feel like across the line, like, for a lot of topics we have a similar view on um it's definitely one of them um yeah i would agree with kind of everything you just said which is weird because you know like you're getting your thoughts from rogan and you know he's been very questionable but i think that's a good point that he brings up and um i mean i'm on the fence i'm usually on and off touch and go with rogan but yeah i mean that's definitely like an on moment where you know he's definitely making a really good point that 
I think people, a lot of people, even on both sides, even people that support it, they neglect to really think about it. Yeah. I think, I think that one of the only, one of the things that it's up for debate too, is, is the taxable aspect of it. Um, if you, if you, that's, a, that's one place you could get the money from, you know what I mean? If you, yeah. if you're, if you're making 300 grand a year, then maybe you have to pay it back. hundred percent. Cause like the way that I, I think of it and, uh, Hassan Piker is a Twitch streamer. Shout out Hassan, love you. If you ever watch the stream, I will literally cry. Um, or sorry, our podcast. Uh, he's a streamer that I watch a lot. And people asked him, like, cause he's like very progressive in his in his views. And like, he's like tax the rich, all that. Even he falls under that, obviously. I think they released a, uh, um, like a list of the highest paid streamers on Twitch. And he's the 18th highest paid streamer. And that's like, a, that's a lot of money. Did it have and, a dollar amount? Uh, it probably did. I just didn't see it. Was um, it like in the millions? Do you know? Oh, 100%. He just bought a house for like 3.2 million or something like that, or 2.3 million. Um, and like people ask him and he's just like, is this supposed to be a gotcha question? Like, yes, I'm still in favor of it, even with the knowledge that I myself will be taxed more. Like it's just people are under the impression that like people who are rich that may agree with this don't actually think about like what that is going to happen to them. Like, obviously they do. If it's something that like they go into it and it, it's literally like the motive of it is to tax the rich, which they're probably like very aware that they fall under. But I, I guarantee you, obviously, like I would think majority of, uh, of people who are rich or classified as rich disagree with this, but I mean, you never know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they do. But, um, yeah, on the yeah, on the basis of it, yeah, I agree with everything you said. Shockingly. This never we, happens. We will fight eventually. eventually. I, was hoping, I was hoping it would be today, but I don't <laughs> think it's gonna be. No, we'll we'll uh we'll make a uh we'll have like a fucking an entire event made for it. Boxing gloves and everything. Do you think you would win a fight between us? I don't fight gay people. Shut up. They're at a disadvantage. You are? No, gay people are at a disadvantage. Why is that? I was going to say something, but I'm not going to say <laughs> it. <laughs> um, I mean, I think he would beat me. I don't think that's like, I don't, I don't fight. Like, I'm not very, like, I'm confrontational when it comes to like. You think I fight? Well, no, but I just think he would still beat me. Like, I'm confrontational when it comes to like, I'll fucking rip you apart with my words. But I will never get anywhere close to fighting. Like, physically. Ever. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I think he would win. I think it would be very shocking if I won. It would be a complete upset. I would be the Holly Holm to your Ronda Rousey. You know what, though? That wasn't as much of an upset. Yeah. Unless you were, like, a casual fan. If you look at all the metrics and everything and how good of a kickboxer Holly Holm was, that actually, people should have seen that coming. I think it was just, like, track record. Like, she had more losses going into it, and Rousey was undefeated. Yeah. That's why I was just like, and obviously like everyone was like rooting for Rousey and thinking that she was going to win. More bets were placed on her. Yeah. I yeah. think Holly Holm was like a minus 1500 underdog or something like that, which is like yeah. huge money. If you oh my God. Yeah. And like, didn't she win first round? No, I don't think it was first round. It wasn't? Okay. No, I think it was like fifth round. Was it? Let's look this up right now. I actually want to know this. Holly Holm. I'm looking it up too. Well, I'm looking it up. Oh, it was round two. Round two, okay. Yeah, it was a head kick. Head kick heard, heard around the world. Oh my God, yeah. That was a day. Oh, wait, what? That was 2015. 
Holy shit. What? That's so long ago. Jeez, that does not feel like that long ago. That's so weird. It was quite a while ago. That's, that seems about right to me. Yeah, that's that's true, I guess. That's so weird. How long we how long we've been shooting for? Just so I know. An hour, twenty three minutes, and twenty five seconds. Okay, so want to go into uh, the last topic? Let's go into Tofino. Let's go into right. Trudeau and Tofino, baby. So before we talk about this, just in case nobody anybody doesn't know what what this is, so uh, Canada uh, probably about a month and a half ago, the federal government announced uh, September thirtieth to be the day for ch national truth and reconciliation. Uh, sort of like a, a day of reflect, reflection for our brutal uh, indigenous path, our past, sorry, uh, with the residential schools, um, not numerous unnameable things. Um, so it's sort of like a federally recognized statutory holiday. Um, so apparently this is the story. So Trudeau was invited by a number of different indigenous leaders to attend their, their marches for that day declined them all, then was seen on a beach in Tofino on Vancouver Island. The local uh, native organization invited Trudeau twice, to which he both declined both, but he was he was minutes away. So it's just a, a really a really bad look for a prime minister who was just reelected marginally, held, held an election that was said to have increased the, the, the purpose of it was to increase his power, which was unsuccessful. So it wasted a bunch of federal money and then named a new statutory holiday, which was aimed at reconciliation, but chose to spend it taking a vacation with his family. Sounds like a politician, honestly. <laughs> like that doesn't even surprise me. I'm just like, yeah, that honestly, like now that's just so like regulated nowadays. It's just so common with politicians to do shady shit like that. At least, at least he, at least he apologized for it this time. Um, he doesn't apologize for all the things that he's done. I think that okay. And here's the thing. So, here's my here's what I think about it. So I think that obviously politicians are under a microscope, and I don't think it's illegal for him to take a vacation. I just think that when and where he decided to take it is it was a very had very poor optics. Yeah. Like like let's say let's say he went to Tofino and he took his family there, but he went on this rally that he was invited to. And then he was seen at the beach after. No one would care. Maybe some people would care. I wouldn't care. Yeah, exactly. It's just, it's just the problem with Trudeau is it's it's a it's an increasing number of indiscretions. He has he has a long list. Oh yeah. He has a, he has a really long list. Blackface, homophobia. And it's so it's so fucking funny. So um, I think I showed you this at work. Okay, homophobia. Okay, homophobia though isn't that like a strong term to describe what happened? What he just would started. You say? He just. Are you talking about when he started stumbling over his words? No, 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 no. This is like this is like blackface days. Oh, okay. Um, but no, I'm about to bring that up though. The stumbling over the words. <laughs> I would not say that. That's definitely not homophobia at all. But it's just so fucking funny, dude. And that's like basically one of his first speeches after he won. And I was just like, if not, it was his first, but I was like, this is so funny. It's just so funny. But yeah, the, the group, the, there was like two girls on TikTok that made it into like, they like spelled it out with like their hands and, and their bodies. And it was so funny, dude. That was so, so funny. But, um, 
what, what do you think? Because did you, do you remember here? And and somebody someone told me about this, but a couple of days after, it might even been the day after he won the current election, the the picture, the blackface photo was leaked in color. Did you hear about that? Wait, what? It was yeah, leaked in color. It was leaked in color, and it was a huge story again. And I was like, "What? Why is this? Why is this news? Like now that we have it, like why?" I don't know. I thought it was weird. Was there was a difference weird. when it was leaked in color? No, not to me, but it, oh, was okay. a, it was a story again. And I was like, why is this a story? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I didn't vote for him, but I was happy that he won over conservatives. Yeah. I didn't vote for him either. I fucking, I was driving to work yesterday and um, I saw a PPC sign outside of somebody's house in the corner of the road. I was like, Hmm. Okay. <laughs> but uh I'm just really sad that the uh I don't know if I should say this in case we have viewers from Quebec, but fuck it. I'm just really sad that the block uh got more seats than the fucking NDP. That blew, that that really that really devastated me. That wasn't shocking to me at all. I kind of went into it and I was like, yeah, the block's going to probably get around 30 seats. I think they got 34. Um I was just hoping that the NDP would at least like equal it or like be somewhere around it, which I did they get like 25 something? I can't remember. I don't remember the exact numbers. Did you watch the debate? Yes. Okay. Wasn't the block guy so fucking irritating? He was so dumb. He was so dumb. Like, I don't mean to say, like, there were, this wasn't like a language barrier thing. He was like, his debate skills were horrible. Yeah. Well, well, you know, okay, the thing is, do you know that his approval rating like went way up because of that though? Because, because apparently, because if you think, okay, think about his strategy though. He made, he did a very good job to his people that would vote for him mm -hmm. to be like, to be like, you're all against Quebec. He did a really good job of that. Cause like, they'd be like, they'd be like, oh, blah, 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 yeah. blah. And he'd be like, well, as a Quebecer. And then he, remember when he attacked the, the, uh, the person that was running the debate when he was like, he's like, well, they've all got, I've got four minutes less talking time than the rest of them. So I think we should make this more fair. The one thing I agree with him, though, and I don't know what you, but there was that one question where she, that she asked him that I thought was quite. It was it was a pretty, it was a lead-in question. Like she 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 kind of already implied the answer by asking her question. I'm not saying I disagree with her, but she's supposed to be impartial. The yeah. one where she was like, like remember the the law that they enacted that I was telling you about about how you you can't wear like hijabs. Oh and, yes, and turbans at like places of work or whatever. And she was like, well. She said something, I, I don't know the exact question, but it was along the lines of what, like, how do you feel about this racist law? Like, she's right, but like, as a journalist and as somebody who's supposed to be impartial, you can't ask a question in that way. Yeah, exactly. I agree. I mean, like, <laughs> I don't know how to fully pronounce her name. I think it's a Nami Paul or something like that. She was, she, in, like, she resigned as the leader of the Green Party, but she was Did representing, she yes. When? Uh, this is like a week ago. Oh shit! She, she called down. Yeah, she called this the worst like two weeks of her life, eh? The, the, oh yeah, I think she, I think I uh, saw something like that about the, the the Greens have never taken this step of for, far of a step back, which is crazy because like no tea, she stomped on everyone that Dude, she was my favorite leader she of the debate. Stomped, like it wasn't even like it really wasn't even close. Dude, she bitch slapped the block guy. Yes, she fucking bitch slapped him. Yeah. I like, I mean, yeah, like Trudeau was just Trudeau. O'Toole was O'Toole. I don't think he spoke enough. Trudeau or O'Toole? O'Toole. Hmm. 
He didn't speak enough. And then my problem with Jigmeet is all he wanted to do was attack Trudeau. He just wanted he, he gaslighted so much. Who he did? Was just like uh, Jigmeet Singh. Like he was like like whenever um, the conservatives would say something against liberals, he would be like, "That's kind of true, though. That's a good point." Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, dude, like let the question come to you. Like he's already making the point. It's not like his point isn't going to be made, and like there's not going to be a response from it from Trudeau. Like just let him make his point. And like when it comes to you, then you can bring up if you have an agreement to that point or if you want to bring up something. But like, I was just like, come on, like, what yeah. are we doing? And, but, I, and I said this to you off camera too. I, I thought this was funny is how like when, so, when a leader would be talking and another leader would want to talk, they'd kind of be like this. Jigmeet would be like. <laughs> he'd like walk up to the camera and be like. He'd be like, he's drowning. <laughs> 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 oh, that's so true. Wait, where were we on? Oh, yeah, we were on Tofino. And we... Yeah, but I think this is going to happen with a lot of topics, right? Like, we've kind of said everything we needed to say about that, and now, like, the election is still really relevant. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Um, do you think Trudeau is going to survive this? They're apparently doing, like, a leadership review because the liberals wanted a majority. Um, Probably still. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would, I would assume so. Honestly, I would be shocked if, like, he didn't I, I i feel like they wouldn't like i feel like if he were to have like a negative review of it he would still be in place where he is right now but yeah what do you think i personally don't know how a party can take somebody out who delivered them parliament mm -hmm. but apparently like I've, I've heard it a lot apparently the liberal party isn't happy yeah it's kind of like it's kind of like the same reason i think trump's gonna run for the republicans next election yeah. What do you what do you think would happen if he ran for the Republicans in twenty twenty four? I think you'd I think you'd win. Really? Yeah. I don't. You don't? No. I don't think like there would be nearly enough people to be like, oh, you know, like well, let's go back to Trump. Like, no. <laughs> like Biden's not good at all. Oh, you actually you, I, I kind of agree. But he's better than Trump. Like it's not even close. Like it's not even close. Um, oh yeah, hundred percent. Like not even fucking close. But it's just like I would be interested to see these like swing states in the way that they would go. Even like Texas, uh, like Texas, Arizona, Georgia, North Carolina. Um, I would be very, very interested. Like even I guess Pennsylvania, um, Wisconsin. But yeah, I mean. You know, time will tell. I don't even know if that's going to happen. I don't know who the representative is going to be. Um, it could be like, it could be Pence. It could be DeSantis. Um, I, I said this to you off camera. I'd be okay with Pence running as a Republican. I don't, I don't mind Pence. <laughs> and that was exactly I think I would prefer him over Trump. I would prefer and that's him what I mean. Trump. I wouldn't yeah. vote for him. No. But I, I, I like, I wouldn't hate him. Yeah. Do you know enough about DeSantis to like form an opinion on if you'd like him more than Trump? No, I don't know enough. Okay. I don't know enough about American politics to be honest. With I think you. they're equally satanic, and I'll I I don't know maybe maybe not equally. I don't fucking know. Greg Abbott, governor of Texas, fucking dumbass bitch, so fucking stupid. Um, yeah. Is there anything else you want to go over? Like a new topic that we spring on, just spur of the moment. <laughs> What are we at now? Uh, well, we're in a, at an hour and 35, but we're going to have a bit to edit. Because, like, the first... Like, Probably taking, like, five minutes out. Well, I would say close to 10. 
Do you want to add like a spur of the moment thing? Okay, what are, what are you thinking? Um, there's so much things we could do. I'm like, I have like, I have multiple in my head right now. I have that like tof that Tofino one was like a good conversation starter. That went in a lot of different places. That's true, and it's it's definitely and it, it's weird because that's one that like we had like less research on than like our other topics. There's but not a lot. Still, there's not a lot. To, yeah, but there's not a lot to research on that one yeah, too, exactly. right? Like, and I think honestly, we probably should have just talked about the Canadian election too, and maybe that's why that was such a good one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. Uh, what, what else? Okay. I mean, like, there's so much that we can do. Like, we can go back to like Texas. We can go like toxic masculinity. We can do male okay. privilege. We why don't do we do this? Okay, you don't. Have, we don't have to do this. Why don't we do? Um, want to talk about? So August was the, August was the, uh, the highest recorded overdose deaths in the history of BC. We can talk about why that is. I didn't even know if that the government's doing enough. Yeah, because because the government's not telling anybody. It's where did it, uh, what uh, where'd you find that? Was it like a news channel that reported it or? um yeah yeah so so obviously like uh the overdose epidemic has been really bad in the last two years because of fentanyl uh, but august was the highest amount of deaths recorded in bc in their history overdose deaths um uh, and i think that the government's not putting it out there enough i don't think that they're doing enough and i also think that the covid the covid sort of factor in all this is contributing to it all yeah like the fact that like lockdown is causing Domestic abuse, substance abuse, depression. Yeah, definitely. Just, just general mental health and wellness. Yeah, I had no idea. I was like, geez. But yeah, I would agree 100%. Yeah. <laughs> That's it? <laughs> I don't know what to bounce off of. I mean, like, I agree with you. I can't just be like, no, or like, I don't know what else to add. I'd have to like look more into it to like add a significant amount. Okay. What else do you want to talk about then? I don't know. What should we go to? We could like juggle. Oh, you know what? It's one thing that I found out recently. Um, women are more likely to, to die in a, or sorry, to have uh, more serious injuries in a car crash than men because uh, hmm. crash dummies were designed after the average male uh, up until like, I think it was 2015 or 2017. And that's something that I didn't even realize. And then I think when they used crash dummies uh, designed, for women, they were used as passenger, sorry, passengers and not drivers. But yeah, I found that out more recently. I was like, because like I was, uh, I think I was uh, reading a post about male privilege, uh, and that was one of the things mentioned. And I was like, that is, hmm, 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 hmm. I was like, I didn't, I did not even, I was not even close to being aware of that. But um, yeah, that was something really like interesting to read up on. That is interesting, right? It was like. It's really, really weird. And you can think of like how many different facets of, of like everyday life that that's ingrained into that. Exactly. Like I, like I wouldn't, like it makes perfect sense when you put it that way, but I would have never realized that. Yeah. I have a 2018 Honda, so I'm, I'm diverse and I got all my bases covered and I'm woke enough to know that. Um, but yeah, that's just crazy to me. Like that. I did not even realize that that was going to be a thing. What are your thoughts on male or yeah. What are your thoughts on male privilege? I honestly feel like I don't want to divulge my opinion right now because I'm unprepared to, and this is a big topic. Do you like? Do you think you would lean more towards like you believe in it or not believe in it? I think it's definitely a thing. Okay. I think it's definitely a thing. It's systematic. Yeah. Good. 
<laughs> I think I think it's hard to deny it's not a thing. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Especially with like like experiences from a woman that you just like listen to. You can't have that shit reenacted by a man. Or like like you can't like they're yeah. I'm just Wait, like, what do you what do you mean? Like when it comes to like um like the feeling of safety at night or when it comes to just like uh sexual assault. Um like obviously these are stuff that happens to men and women. It's just uh like the what's the word I'm looking for? Like the amount of occurrence that it ha like like the difference of occurrence between men and women is is pretty significant. Um and even like the fact that women have to pay like so much more for the same products as men when it comes to shampoo, deodorant, um, even fucking why we like I don't understand why we live in a world where like women are conditioned to wear makeup. Like they're brought up in an environment that like tells them they need to. So I like, agree I agree with you, but that's becoming less prevalent. Oh, with the makeup thing? Mm -hmm. a, a lot more women than before will just be oh, like, oh, I, don't yeah. wear, I don't wear makeup. Yeah. Okay, so but with the shampoo and the self-care products, I think that's twofold. I think one thing is that they probably companies know that women will pay more. So there's probably a lot in there that like doesn't add value just because like, you know what I mean? Like, like a lot of men, like myself included, I'm like, well, fuck, just give me like the dub men care, <laughs> right? Like, but like, so like with women, I think that they will pay a lot more. So they get gouged by companies. But I think that there is a second factor that that these products probably are better than their male counterparts. I don't know. Because women care more. And I, I don't I mean, have like, any research. I wouldn't even that. say that they would care more. They just they care more to, to take a shower and like be clean. No, but like, for example, like my, I know somebody who uses a $50 shampoo, mm -hmm. a woman, a woman, right? Mm -hmm. like, a ma like a man would never do that. A straight like, man, if it, Jordan, take that back right now. Okay, fine. I'm being <laughs> I have, no, 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 no. I, I've, uh, I've, I, I'll admit I've bought a, uh, an expensive shampoo before because I dyed my hair and I was worried that like, I wanted to keep the color and I was really worried that I, if I didn't get the correct shampoo, I was like, <gasps> Like this might not but work. Do, do you know what I'm saying though? Kind of. I don't, I mean, I don't think female products should be more expensive than men if they're the same, pro like if they're like. But what if there's discernible added value? That's if, what I'm saying. If there's, um, if there are products in, like if there are ingredients in said product that significantly cost more in women's products than men, then maybe I can see that. I, would be surprised if that were a thing. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. And I while guess. we're in this topic, do you use dry shampoo? Oh, is that the shit that you spray on? Yeah. No. That's such a weird product to me. And there's so many girls that use it. Yeah. Maybe I'm just it's, like, just, I'm, it's for like longer put... hair. You don't really have much. Yeah, but I... <laughs> shut up. Neither <laughs> but... do you. Um, excuse me, <laughs> I have more than you and I got a haircut recently, so fuck you. Um, so, but I think that I, the, the purpose of it is my sister uses it. Okay. And she, she says that like, you're not supposed to wash your hair every day. So if your hair is greasy, you just like put this shit in it. But like, that would bother me to like put this foam in my hair and then you just leave it in like, ugh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't really, yeah, no, I don't. Cause like, 
you do like people like they just don't shower and then they just put on dry shampoo. Mm-hmm. That's why it's just like weird. Like I, I wouldn't feel clean. But I would maybe, feel, I would feel dirtier because now yeah. I have this product in my hair. Maybe it's, I don't know. Maybe it's like recommended by some people because I don't know. I've, I've never used it before, so I don't know the benefits or like but the even pros like and cons my, of it. My sister, like, yeah, like she says, like she cleans her hair like two, three times a week because that's like what's optimal for your for your hair. Otherwise, you damage. Oh, is your it? Hair. Apparently, awkward. I mean, actually, that kind of makes it sense i have really thin hair and i want like i want thicker hair so you'd have to increase it from once a month to reach the exactly exactly jordan exactly fucking shaped head bitch ass you don't even have to took you a long time to come up with that and then it was shut up welcome to me seeing jordan is typing on snapchat (laughs) and then all of a sudden i'm like hmm i wonder what this is gonna be and it's like the most dumb shit ever it's like you're gay, queer. <laughs> Do I actually type slow? Um, sometimes when I'm like, oh, this is gonna be well. No, I don't. Now I don't think that it's gonna be good because I'm just more conditioned to be disappointed by you. But I'm like, what is this gonna be today? Maybe he'll surprise me and it'll be something worthy. And then it's just you know, like, you know what I hate when like you're on Snap and someone's typing and then like you go and you look and they can see that you've looked, but then you haven't sent your message yet. Yes. And I'm like, oh shit, and then Sometimes I'll Sometimes <laughs> when you're typing to me, I'm, I'll am i be like in a game and then I'll accidentally click on like, you'll you'll type at like a perfect time when I'm t- t- like tapping the top of my screen. And then I'll click it and I'm like, fuck, now I need to stay here and wait until he replies and not be mean because it's going to be awkward if I just peek my little bitmoji head in and then leave and then like, oh my God, I hate when that happens. It's so fucking awkward. So what do we have for runtime? Uh, hour forty-five, on the dot. Okay, want to cut it? I'm down. Okay, that was good. I like that one. I know that was a lot better. That was really good. I feel like that's a good intro. I mean, obviously, like more through, like I feel like we'll get more comfortable because, like, this was well. I mean, this was like this doesn't feel like anything different than us just having a normal conversation. Um, I was. I feel like I wasn't awkward. I wasn't right. No, you weren't. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> um, no, yeah, no, you weren't. Um, I feel like that went by super fast, too. It did go by super fast. Right? Yeah. But I feel like it'll be kind of like... It's going to be interesting to see how like we adapt to like later episodes. Like If we change our like uh, motive of relaying research that we've done or like points that we have or just yeah, like, th- things that we talk about. And I agree. And I think that I think what we need to figure out, and it's fine, we'll figure it out, but like... When we, when we when we name a topic right like what we did at the first topic is like we said okay topic and then like you went and you talked for like five minutes and yeah. then i went and i talked for five minutes we're like we can do that that's fine but we could we could also like start topics and go you say one thing i say one thing and we just jump in so it yeah just i'm sure it'll be i'm do. sure yeah it'll, i'm sure it'll be like changed from like episode to episode also remember when i was like um oh we should do like something each episode at the end of each episode and be like we should either choose like did i did i say like song of like the 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 episode song of the session because like you know yeah I thought you said like like, all time all time favorite and then we haven't even gone over our name Jordan oh fuck okay whatever we can right now because it's fine um for the we'll just do like a little skim recap maybe bring it up in the next episode I don't know um we chose well actually Jordan suggested conversion therapy because we thought it would just kind of be like a what should okay should we just do this at the beginning of the second episode now though I feel like people like. Is it really? I mean, like, we're fine to go over it at the end. 
Okay. I feel like that's still fine as long as we're going over it. Okay. Um, but yeah, Jordan, uh, we were brainstorming ideas for a podcast and we were going to go with a name called Georges because like J-O-R, that's the first three letters of his name. And then J-U-S, that's the first three letters of mine. It kind of sounds like gorgeous. But then I was like, no, I don't really know if that's whatever. And then he suggested conversion therapy. And I was like, that is going to be like a very controversial name. I was, And at first I was a hard no. I was like, no, we can't do that. But then eventually that hard no turned into a maybe. And then that maybe turned into a yes, because... I thought about like um, we could definitely like do like a kind of like a saying around it. And the saying that I thought of was we're basically trying to or well, we're not actually doing that. But our uh, our premise or our morals are that we're performing conversion therapy on conversion therapy. I mean, you'll meet us and you'll realize that like obviously (laughs) we don't support or believe in that shit. Um, I mean, I mean, science doesn't either. But um, I feel like it would be nice to kind of have people think of our podcast when they when like somebody else says or when they think of conversion therapy instead of what it actually is or what Mm -hmm. it was made out to be and that's what i was gonna say is taking the power out of those words yes i feel like that and especially like if we were able to do that i feel like that would be so so fucking like amazing and like that would just like that'd be such like a feel-good thing to be able to do Mm -hmm. especially with something like around that but yeah that's like if we need to go into anything else Regarding, I totally forgot about this on the end. I was like, wait, because <laughs> I was supposed to be like one of the, like the intro things that we were supposed to do. I was like, are all of our bases covered? But um, if we need to go into any more explanation of it, we'll probably just do it next episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, recently, I told one of my friends, he's like, oh, what's it called? And I told him, and he's like, whoa, I want, I don't, I don't, I don't want that. To, I want, we want to get rid of that. We want, yeah, we want to be like, oh, okay, cool, exactly. That's what we want. Um, yeah, but yeah, so I. When I used to post to YouTube, uh, I would post the, uh, these episodes and they were called Oh My Gay. And then I would have Song of the Gay or like Celebrity Crush of the Gay. You know, let's do both. Let's do Song of the Gay and Celebrity Crush of the Gay. Just to period, just to start it off. Um, but it's going to be Song of the Session. So like a therapy session. And then uh, Celebrity Crush of the Session. So let's do Song of the Session first. And is that, okay, but is that like is that like a song relating to this podcast or like our current favorite song? Um, I would just say like our current favorite or anything that you can think of or like all time favorite or like because like this is the first episode, so like maybe like I don't know if you want to do current favorite or all time favorite. I don't know. It's like it's tricky because like I want to choose a song that like I'm gonna be like, bitch, like this is a good ass motherfucking song. I think I have my song. Okay, I think go. I have it. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm hoping that this is going to be it. This is a more recent song that I've been introduced to. Um, wait, I'm like, I'm like, I'm wondering if I should like go to my Spotify and be like, just in case, because that's what I'm doing right now. Okay. The song is called Violet by Wild Party. And okay. yeah, that's, that's my song. So this song I heard, um, I was watching a streamer named Dapper. For those of you who don't know who Dapper is, he's a professional Valorant player on Sentinels um he's super chill he's insanely good at the game and he was like jamming to music well uh and like he like put it on like full blast and whatever and this was one of the songs that played and i was like bitch it's so fucking good the chorus is amazing it's so good i really recommend you guys listen to it so fucking good so good so fucking good i don't want to give away too much because i really want y'all to listen to it but yeah that's definitely my song what what, do you have your song i do would i be able uh... to guess it absolutely not okay good i was like if you say yes i'm gonna be like the breach by starsa <laughs> no that's old news dude I, wait what do you not they, like they, it anymore no i like it they put a new song out hey 
Oh, did they? It's not quite as good. I, okay. I don't know if you'd like it. But anyways, yeah, my song is uh, for you deathcore fans. It's uh, uh, Far From Heaven by Fit for an Autopsy. Um, I typically don't like Fit for an Autopsy. They're a bit too heavy for my liking. But um, this, as what a lot of bands are doing right now, they're sort of transitioning more into metalcore. With, there's no clean vocals in it, but it's less like it's more riffy than than typical Fit for an Autopsy. So if you're into that stuff, check it out. Yeah, I've never even heard of that band. Is it? A, I'm assuming it's a band. Yeah. Okay. Because, like, it, I mean, fucking it, uh, this one guy I thought was a band, and then it's just a person. So I'm like, I don't know. But, yeah, Fit for an Autopsy. That's definitely a band name. All right. Celebrity Crush. This is going to be hard. Because, like, this is, this is so first, easy for episode, me. first episode needs to be, like, okay, well, I mean, he's literally my background. So... You go first, though. You go first with this. Okay, one. I'll go first. So right now I'm watching, uh, for the first time, I'm watching How I Met Your Mother. So uh, Kobe Smothers. Oh, man. And she's from Vancouver. Shut up. Is she really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Mine is, uh, for all y'all Lone Star fans, fucking Rafael Silva. He's gorgeous. And he's such, like, a chill and kind guy. Imagine, like, our one of our podcast episodes is literally getting both of these people as guests on our podcast i would freak out i would i don't think i'd be able to attend (laughs) i would be like i would show up like a day early it would be like a concert and i would be in the fucking outside of the building for like a day i would or even a week oh my god i would i would cry i would cry i would actually fucking cry i would cry also oh bitch wait do you do Whatever, I'm bringing this person up because, like, I was thinking about this on my way home yesterday. Fucking one of the things that has, like, really helped a lot with my anxiety and, like, life now. Because, like, bitch, it's been a struggle. Um, is obviously watching either uh, Twitch streamers or YouTubers. And, um, I mean, I feel like I should do, like, a special shout out. Um, but to Quarter Jade, her name is Jody. Um, she's a golden, golden human being. I watch her all the time. And, like, fuck. She's so, so freaking nice. She's, like, always so bubbly and energetic. She's such a joy to watch. And she's helped so much with, like, whenever, like, I'm, like, in... I can kind of, like... I can't really fully tell if I'm going to have, like, an anxiety or panic attack. But sometimes I can. Um, I'll just immediately go to, like, watching one of her VODs. Or um, if she's streaming, I'll just go straight to her. And, like, even if I'm not even, like, close to an anxiety attack, I'll just watch her and I just forget what shady shit is happening around the world. But, yeah. Oh, my God. She's... Mm, she's amazing a dream to meet her she's probably at the top of my bucket list of people to meet i would i would literally cry like i know i would cry if i met her i know for sure i would cry she like she seems like such a beautiful person to meet like i just mm, i love her so much shout out to you quarter j love you (laughs) that's all she wrote that's all she wrote that's it that's freaking take two of episode one we should have like a a fucking thing that, like, you fucking slap down. Ew. That's not even, like, a good heart. I, I know a good heart because one of my Facebook profile pictures was, like, me, like... Wait, what was it? Oh, yeah, that's fine. Yes. Um, yeah, I guess we should do our outro. <laughs> um, thank you guys so much for joining. I was going to say... Well, I mean, technically, this could be watching. Um, watching or listening or maybe both um, to the first episode of Conversion Therapy. We hope you guys enjoyed um we're gonna be posting episodes weekly hopefully we're planning to do it every sunday hopefully we'll be able to um yeah i mean 
This is exciting that we've finally, finally gotten around to it. <laughs> uh, when did we film our first take? Wasn't this like... Probably like at least a month ago. Yeah, I was about to say. But um, but yeah, we really hope you, that you guys enjoyed. And uh, if you want to, uh, we're going to have all of our socials linked to wherever we're kind of uploading to, um, whether it's our podcast socials or personal. Um, but yeah, just, you know, let us know. Send us a DM if you want to. They're always open. Uh, if you want, if you have any questions that you want us to go over, um, you know, send some suggestions our way and, you know, maybe we will. Um, but yeah, we really hope that uh, that you guys had a good time and that you guys enjoyed. And we hope to see you guys next time. Is that, is that, that's it? That was good. <laughs> I love the Spotify people that like can't hear you wave or like can't see you. They're just like, Oh my god, there's no point in talking. But yeah, that's the end of our first episode. Bye guys! <laughs>